Welcome to Maple City Pipecast, the journey of a novice through the world of pipe smoking. Hey, Maple City Pipecast, Dave here. It's Monday night. That's right, that means it's another Monday night smoke. And tonight we are going to be doing something a little special. We're going to be smoking a Brigham pipe and we're going to be talking about Brigham as a company. We're going to talk a little bit about their history and a little bit about how you can tell a modern pipe from a older pipe, one that was made in Canada, one that was made in the Italian shop. We will go through all of it and we will discuss it here tonight on the 26th of November. That's tonight. And I hope you're ready. You got your favorite pipe and your favorite tobacco, so you can have your favorite smoke. And I will get myself ready to go here. I'm going to be smoking one of my Brigham pipes, specifically a Calibrier that I picked up a few about a year ago. And I restored and got ready to go. So just give me a moment. And we'll get right on this. Okay, so we're all loaded up and ready to go. I just need to get the light going on. I'm going to have to use my Bic because I ran out of matches. And through the magic of editing, you don't have to hear the monotony of me charring, lighting, and puffing through trying to get a good light on my pipe. It's already done. I'm already smoking, and you won't even notice. I do have to apologize because the last month or so, recording time, and unfortunately that translates into longer than a month for you listeners... I've had this persistent cough, and it just doesn't quite help sometimes, because the more I talk, the more I end up coughing, and my voice is lower than it normally is, I'm almost kissing the mic in order for you to be able to hear me clearly. There'll be a catch in my voice every once in a while, like right there, and and I'm I'm sorry, there's not much I can do about it. It makes the recording take longer, because I have to stop, and I have to take drinks, and it's, it's not fun. Real pain in the butt when you're trying to do a podcast. But anyway. So, Brigham started in 1903, I believe. I'll double check that real quick. 1906. Started in 1906. I was three years early on that. And they were started by Roy Brigham. He wanted to start his own repair shop for pipe, uh, pipe smokers. And he did that, but... When his services allowed him to begin creating his own pipes, he went ahead and did that and developed a very robust line with a reputation for high quality, which spread rapidly across Canada, where Brigham was founded, in Toronto, I believe. In 1935, Roy's son, Herb, joined him to assist the business. The team saw an opportunity, and the number one because the number one complaint from pipe smokers was the tongue bite situation and their solution to that was the Brigham system which in which the tenon is set to accept a rock maple filter or as Brigham actually titled it the rock maple distillator the patent was acquired in 1935 and to my knowledge is still held by the company until this day and I'm just skipping ahead quite a ways in time. There's a lot of history between um, now and that particular moment where the patent was acquired. Lots of stuff happened. Um, They got big. Their demand was huge. They were able to hire a bunch of people. They opened multiple shops. Technology changed in the late 70s, early 80s. They acquired a new filter machine. But in the 
early 90s, the lack of interest in the pipe from new pipe smokers started forcing Brigham to make cuts. They closed uh, one of their stores in 1992. Also in 92, they got into cigars because the cigar boom of the 90s had... Oh, sorry, 1995, because the cigar boom had commenced. And we go into the late 90s, at which point pipes are still being produced, but they have moved production from Canada, partially, into the Italian domain. Now, this is where we start getting some confusion as to when pipes were, or where and when pipes were made in that time. Brigham still made pipes in Canada and in Italy during this um, time from my research. If you want to find a um, really knowledgeable source, I will see if I can leave a link to Dad's Pipes. He is a Brigham expert. I've talked to him on a couple of occasions in regards to other things, but his website's an invaluable source of knowledge for Brigham, and I recommend it to everybody, and I'll do my best to remember to put a link to his site in the show notes for or description for this episode. But it was also during this time in the 90s that as the move was made to Italy that the aluminum tenon, which is what most of the Canadian, older Canadian pipes have in them to a composite material, which was lighter and solved some of the cracking issues that are common in the shanks and whatnot in Brigham pipes. Now, I can't say that I believe it is Delrin that's being used in the new tenon for the system, for the Italy-based pipes, but they do not say what the composite is. I'm just guessing. And the 2000s were a good time for Brigham as well. They were able to um, bring some of their... Um, pipe prices down for the average Joe Canadian like you or me and uh, makes them more affordable. They were also in 2013 able to build their own um, manufacturing machine for the or the distillator machine I should say and uh, once that was done the manufacturing techniques were able to be brought back home from Italy at least in part and they um, are ensuring that you know there are still Brigham pipes being produced in Canada to this day. During the 2000s, they also expanded their market into the U.S. and they were able to. The company was able to reopen uh, a store called Brigham and More on Queen Street East in Toronto in 2015. And I am not sure if that store is still in operation today. So there you have it—a brief history of Brigham which basically covers everything that I did in my two-part series on the brief history of Brigham um, back when I first did that in March of this year. I just wanted to revisit it because the quality on that, those two episodes, actually, were not um, where we're at today. So I'm sort of trying to, you know... Uh, redo some of that content that I think is worth looking at to bring the quality up so it's a, a better listen for you, a better, and just a better overall experience. Now, I mentioned during this the, this, the system, the Rock Maple Distillator and the mm, Tenon 
So one of the problems with recording in your basement during the middle of the day is you might end up hearing some sounds from the people walking uh, up and down on the on the floor. You know, my wife's upstairs, my youngest is in his jumper, and it sounds like he's kind of trying to come through the ceiling from the living room to the basement in the most direct route possible by literally jumping through the floor. And if you can hear all that, I am so sorry. There's not much I can do about it. Just apologize for it and move on. Now, what I want to focus on for the moment is the difference between the Italian pipes and the more modern pipes, even the ones that would be made in here in Canada at this time, and the classic pipes. Now, there are many different ways for you to tell whether you've got a Brigham from Canada and approximately when it's from. Brigham Canada pipes are always stamped Brigham Canada. The positioning of the stamp varies from place to place depending on what ear it's from. They always have, the classic ones, always have the aluminum tenon that take the rock maple distillator and the modern Italian ones are all stamped Brigham Italy and they have the composite what I'm assuming is the Delrin tenon that takes the rock maple distillator. This information is all available again on uh, Dad's Pipes or on Pipepedia. The history of Brigham came right directly from BrighamPipes.com, the official website of the Brigham Corporation. I advise you to go ahead and utilize those various sites for the needs of your pipe identification. You can always uh, get in touch with me. I will help you as much as I can. And if you get a hold of uh, the owner and operator of Dad's Pipes, he will also help you in any way that he can. He has helped me identify a couple of pipes and their eras based on what I have here. Uh, what I've had here um, available to me. So and that's it for tonight's Monday Night Smoke. It was a great, great smoke. I enjoyed it. Um, I forgot to mention at the top that I was smoking Quiet Nights in my Brigham Calibrier. So it was a delicious Greg Pease smoke under from a great Canadian-made pipe. I would certainly be glad to get any feedback that anyone may have on this or previous episodes. You can contact me either through email via maplecitymedia at gmail.com or you can contact me through Maple City Media's Twitter handle at Media Maple or the show's Twitter handle at MC Pipecast or my own personal one at DRAllen201. You've been listening to Maple City Pipecast, a member of the Maple City Media Network. For information on this and other shows, please visit maplecitymedia.wordpress.com. Thanks for listening, everybody, and good smokes.